You're listening to the WLW Sports Network with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, Rochelle Thompson, and Dan Banke from the first week of the MHSAA playoffs from Harbor Beach, Michigan, and we have a barn burner here. High-scoring game through two quarters. It is 0-0 between MLS and Harbor Beach. Michigan Lutheran Seminary making the trip over from Saginaw on a cold and blustery Saturday night with the wind behind them. And they've had a lot of offense through tonight so far. They've had nine first downs compared to Harbor Beach's two. Right now, we check in with Dave Hansen, who has our scoring plays for the first half. <laughs> all right, there we are. That's all of them right there. <laughs> That's all our scoring plays. Dave Hansen, what are you seeing here in this first half? MLS able to move the ball well, but coming up empty-handed every time. Uh, actually, uh, saying MLS has won this first half. I know it scores 0-0, but when you're 6-3 and three on the road in the first round of the playoffs, coming into a, a house that's 9-0, and playing very well, uh, saying MLS with the resurgence and the – seeing Max Nordley come back to this team. Offensively, they've had a lot of negative plays, but they've had a lot of big plays as well and a lot of penalties that have hurt their drives. Saginaw MLS has actually played a pretty good half. Harbor Beach on the other side, uh, we've seen in my opinion, way too much wing T that has gone nowhere. Um, they, You saw in the last series that they were desperate to get Devin Puff involved in the offense. And I'm not saying you go away from that, but that last series was three carries, three yards, and punt. So I think the only offense that they've seen is getting the ball into Michael Anderson's hand one way or the other. And Dylan Kadar has scrambled well. He's not going to show it because a penalty took away his best run as well. So just a few things you got to clean up. I think you're going to see Harbor Beach come out with some quick hitters, some ways to try to slow down the pass rush of Saginaw MLS. They've been all over the line of scrimmage, and I think they're going to be vulnerable, whether it be uh, we mentioned we were talking about a screen pass or if you're going to stay in the tee, I think the first guy's got to get the ball. Whoever that read is, um, don't allow extra linebackers to get into the backfield and, and make a guy like Devin Puff shake off two guys just to get back to the line of scrimmage. So defensively, both teams are on point. Harbor Beach has played great. They, there's some pass coverage situations where they've been a little skeptical, but for the most part, uh, they've maintained Max Nordley well enough to, to win this game. They're going to have to do that again in the second half. When you look at it, Harbor Beach, their last two offensive drives of the first half were both three and outs. The one resulted in a fourth down incomplete pass, which was a turnover on downs. The second was a straight up three and out. So realistically, Harbor Beach has had only one drive, which was stalled on the 20-yard line in MLS territory. And that was their first drive of the night. After that, Harbor Beach's offense very stagnant. They have done nothing since. Um, and that was the only drive where they, they were able to run enough plays where you saw them transition from the the wing tee to the spread to one running back read option to even trying to throw the ball they they really have mixed everything in uh, but Saginaw MLS has answered everything and they they almost played Saginaw MLS defensively almost played too well which means I, I expect Harbor Beach to come out and change things up even more continue to rotate the offensive round uh, around maybe even mix up the play calling like I said I, I just can can feel a, a quick pass of some kind a quick slant something just to get a little confidence that Dylan Kadar throwing the ball hopefully then Saginaw MLS they respect that passing game, which opens up the running game a little bit. Um, Beach is a very unique team. They, they almost need to pass the ball to open up the running game, where 98.9% of the teams that we watch or cover need to run the ball to open up a play-action pass later. It's a very unique thing that Harbor Beach deals with, but that's what their offense is nowadays. And I'm I, not saying you need to throw it 25 times to be a good team, but you do need to mix in Dylan Kadar, 
utilize the read option, let him run the ball, hand it off to Anderson, throw it to Anderson, and get Devin Puff involved that way. I think he can run it from the spread as good as anybody as well. Yeah, Howard Beach only passed the ball three times, and Dave, if you look at it, all were uh, targeted for Michael Anderson. One was uh, a good coverage, and he couldn't bring that one in the end zone. The other one was a straight-up drop. You take even catching one of those two passes, and I feel like Howard Beach would have a little bit more momentum on their side. Well, the one he dropped, uh, let's be real, they're, they're up 6 nothing. Yeah. Uh, and if they make the extra point seven, uh, th- that one costs them six points. But the, it's the other drives that concern me, the drives where you go three and out. You can't do that. It's You don't have a guy who's going to punt it away 60 or 70 yards and flip the field. Uh, that punt was about as good as you're going to see, and it was probably about 30 yards. So this offense... If you're going to punt the ball, that's fine. But you absolutely need a first down or two to give your defense a chance to make some stops because offenses are built to break down defenses. Eventually, they're going to get a first down. They're going to get a play, a big play. Maybe it's a penalty. But Saginaw Molesta is going to continue to move the football. Harbor Beach needs to find a way to counter that and do the same thing. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a look at our offensive and defensive stats for both teams. As we are at halftime, after 24 minutes of play, it is a 0-0 ball game between Michigan Lutheran Seminary and Harbor Beach right here on your home for high school football on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Your home for high school football right here with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hanson, Doug Cole, Rochelle Thompson, and Dan Banky. We'll return in two minutes. Halftime in Harbor Beach, MLS in Harbor Beach, both with zero points on the board. Now let's take a look at offensive and defensive stats. MLS with a total of 87 yards in that first half. Harbor Beach with 62. MLS with 19 carries for 30 yards, 12 pass attempts, four complete or five completions for 57 yards. Harbor Beach, three pass attempts, all incomplete, 13 rushes for 62 yards. Leading the way for the Pirates would be Michael Anderson, five carries for 48 yards. After that, Ethan Hessling, one carry for nine yards, the last play of the first half. After that, Devin Puff, five carries for four yards. Dylan Kadar, two carries for one yard. Kadar through the air, over three, all intended for Michael Anderson, all incomplete. For MLS offense, leading the rushing attack was Max Nordley, the quarterback, with 15 carries, 21 yards. Hayden Hain, three carries, five yards. And Tobias Edgett, one carry for four yards. Max Norley through the air, 4 of 9 for 44 yards, his long being 18 yards. Completion, that would be to Logan Panko. And then A.J. Alcorn was 1 for 3 through the air, including 1 interception and 13 total yards. Receiving the ball, that'd be Ethan Maeda, their leading receiver all season long with 2 completions for 21 yards. Ben Schaff with 1 reception for 12 yards. And then Logan Panko, 18 yards, and Hayden Hain, 1 reception for 6 yards. Not much to look at there. 15 carries, 21 yards. They have held Max Nordley down well. He did have a 13-yard carry in there, but that goes to show you all the other runs he's had uh, for negative yardage, no yardage. So other than one kind of nice run, MLS has had success with a couple pass plays. Uh, Other than that, I mean, we're talking three, four plays is all Harbor Beach has really allowed offensively. But Harbor Beach on the other side – Outside of a 27-yard Michael Anderson carry, this offense hasn't gotten more than six or seven, maybe eight yards on any individual play, and they haven't completed a pass yet. So this team is 
banking on running the football on Saginaw MLS. It has not worked in the first half, and uh, some changes are going to be made in the locker room. I am curious to see how they respond here in the third quarter. Tackles on defense. Man less with 11, one tackle for a loss. Harbor Beach, 22 tackles, but three tackles for a loss and one interception. And looks like we're about ready to start this second half. As you remember, Harbor Beach won the toss to begin this game. They elected to defer, so they will be receiving the ball to start the second half and trying to kickstart that high-potent offense. And looking at our defensive stats here to finish with this, not more than one person in this game on either team has more than four tackles. Devin Puff is one of them. Nathan Seaman, the other, has four tackles. And on Nessagal on the left side, nobody has more than three. So the tackling has been all over the place. Everybody's been involved. It's been a team effort. And I think that is why both teams uh, have shown a very good amount of discipline on the defensive side. But somebody's got to break through and score here. Um, Harbor Beach has been at its best making adjustments at halftime in the third quarter, so this drive may set the tone right now. Kicking for MLS would be number 23, David Martin. He's a wide receiver and defensive back, 5'10", 155-pound senior, and he has a pretty sound leg behind him in his pregame routine. He was making field goals from about 20, 30 yards out. Martin will be kicking right to left across your radio. 12 minutes are on the board, 0-0 between MLS and Harbor Beach. In Harbor Beach, the wind not blowing off the lake, but it certainly feels like it out there. An absolutely blustery cold night on the shores of Lake Huron. Both teams on the field. David Martin's hand is up, and he's running up to the ball, and we have begun the second half, and this is a booming kick all the way down at the 10-yard line where Michael Anderson brings it in. He's across the 20 to the 25 and runs forward all the way down to the 30-yard line. A nice 20-yard return for Michael Anderson and the Pirates. Tackle made by number 12, Eli Bortman for MLS in first and 10 for Harbor Beach. Tied up at zero apiece. Yeah, a great, good kick by David Martin, but on a line. It was a line drive right into the arms of, of Michael Anderson. So that's the guy, if you're Harbor Beach, you want with the football with a full head of steam, but doesn't really go anywhere, stays straight ahead and gets the ball down right at the 30-yard line. And uh, with a nothing-nothing game, this drive here to start the third quarter, we'll see what Harbor Beach comes up with after the halftime locker room speech. Out of the spread, two wide to the left, one to the right, working off the right hash, and it's going to be handed off to Devin Puff going to the right side. He has a big run there, and he lunges it all the way up to the 40-yard line, and that's going to be a 10-yard gain for Harbor Beach. Tackle made by Logan Ponko, the defensive back for MLS, and just like that, Harbor Beach picks up their first, first down of the second half and third of their entire game. You know they love to get Devin Puff involved because of the emotion he brings. We talked about that in the second quarter so they go right back to him again but where we like him running in this offense on this team this season is from the spread offense so he puts two running backs back there puff and anderson you don't know which way they're going to go they run read option he lets puff keep it and a big stiff arm to get a big 10 yard gain to start the half kadar hands it off to anderson he has room to run he has the first down across midfield and down at the 44 yard line and now the pirates offense is finally starting to strike here a 16 yard gain for michael anderson now into mls territory first and 10 all great blocking all the way through the offensive line Feels the edge for Michael Anderson. You see receivers Luke Woodkey, Mason Booms downfield making blocks on defensive backs, allowing Michael Anderson to choose where he wants to run. And after a 10-yard run by Puff, no surprise, 
They go the other way. Michael Anderson, he gets 16 of his own. And just like that, two big plays that we didn't see all first half. Harbor Beach is now in Saginaw last territory. Harbor Beach had two first downs in the entire first half. They have two first downs in their first two plays. Hand off to Devin Puff this time to the right side. He's going to the near sideline. Stiffs arm one player, and he's dragged out of bounds at the 45-yard line for no gain on the play. Tackle made by Tobias Edgett, middle linebacker for MLS. Second down, 10 yards to go from the 44 of MLS. That time, Saginaw MLS responded well. They, they sealed the edge and forced Puff to go sideways, and that's what you want if you're a defense. You want you do not want him coming at you with a full head of steam. You want him changing directions and going sideways, and it just led to more and more defenders. Eventually, he's pushed out of bounds for no gain. Ten and a half to play here in the third quarter. Still no score from Harbor Beach, Michigan. Two wide to the left. That would be Mason Booms, Luke Woodkey. Wide to the right, Nathan Seaman. Anderson to the right of Dylan Kadar to the left of Devin Puff in the shotgun. Handoff to Anderson going to the left side. He has room. There's nearly a hold, but it looks like he released just in time. Gets out to about the 40-yard line. A gain of four. Tackle made by Lucas Legallo for MLS. Third down and six for Harbor Beach at the MLS 40-yard line. You can see there a little less of a read option, more of these sweeps and handoffs to the outside. That time with Michael Anderson. He gets to the outside and actually I thought he had a lot of room to run but when he planted that left foot at the 30, at the 41 yard line to change directions his foot comes right out. He goes right to the ground and the ball is down at the 40. And we have a downed player for MLS. That would be number 32 Jacob Clark. Good name. Defensive end. Looks like he has a, either a jammed finger or some a left hand and they're, they're working on it. He, he also just fell to the ground in pain and he seems to be sitting up now and trying to work that out obviously couldn't tell he was in pain until the cold started to wear through him a little bit well if somebody fell on him anywhere similar to the way steph curry was fell on the other night that's <laughs> gross man i hope that didn't happen to him 952 left here in the third quarter and he's now up and walking off under his own power and not exactly sure if he knows where he's at honestly so he's going to be walked off gingerly for mls Harbor reach facing a third and six inside mls territory 9.52 left in the second half, or at least third quarter. Oh, I'm glad you're not the Dr. Ramsey in the family because you went from a hand injury <laughs> to not knowing where he's at. So. I mean, I only work at a hospital. I'm not a doctor by any means. I mean, I'm sure you could prescribe something but for him, but... I'm also debt-free, unlike my brothers. Ah, uh, true. you got to take the little victories. Med, huh? med school bills add up quickly. 9.52, like I said twice already in the past minute, and Harbor Beach trots back out of the field after a timeout on the field. Whistle blows and the clock starts back up. We played two minutes in this third quarter. Harbor Beach showing a little bit of more energy than they had the entire first half combined. Sending wide, two wide to the right. That would be Luke Woodkey in the slot and Nathan Seaman wide right. Mason Booms wide left. Working off the left hash. Kanar gets the shotgun snap. Quarterback keeper up the middle. Now stillings into the left. He has the first down and, and very close actually. All the way down to about the 30-yard line or 36-yard line. They're going to mark him down to the 35. Tackle made by number 36, Hayden Hain, defensive back for MLS. Very close. They're going to actually mark him down by a yard short. Fourth down in the yard. Not sure where that spot came from suddenly. I, he had to have stepped out early, but I, I was too busy watching Jacob Kirsch block his defender right into the bench of Saginaw MLS. <laughs> An impressive block there all the way down the field. 
But uh, it does. I think that is a poor spot. I think it was a lot closer than that. It was more like at the line of scrimmage or at the first down marker, not two yards short. Fourth down and two. Coach Schelke and company going to go for it. Kadar under the shotgun, same formation. One wide to the left, two wide to the right. And we have whistles, and this is going to be a false start against Harbor Beach. Looks like a lineman moved his arm and kind of fell forward a little bit. So instead of a fourth and two, now a fourth and seven. Not exactly what the doctor prescribed for Harbor Beach. At Grants McGlinsky, 74, the guilty party. We could see it. His his right hand kind of moved, and I, I think that his momentum was starting to go a little bit, and you can see that arm sway, and it was enough to trigger the flag. And fourth down and two, advantage offense. Fourth down and seven, advantage defense. And now Troy Schelke calls his first time out in the second half with 8.43 left in the third quarter. Dave Hanson, what do you think Troy Schelke is drawing up for his team? Well, you know it's important when he's using his timeouts already to start the third quarter. Uh, again, this is a situation he could honestly pooch kick it and pin him as deep as he wants right here. It would not be a bad call, but we'll see how aggressive he feels because this is certainly with the to- nose of the football at the 40 of Saginaw MLS. They still would have to go a full 60 yards on you to score, which they haven't been able to do yet. I have this sneaky feeling he's going to go for it, and this might be um, one of two things. If Michael Anderson's lined up in the backfield, I think they hand it off to him, uh, which is risky. If he's not at running back, would be shocked if they don't try to throw the ball um, into somebody with a quick slant or a deep hook route. They've done that a lot where they showcase double moves. In this case, it would be uh, get get right to that first down marker and plant your foot and hope the defender is giving you a lot of coverage. 8.43 left here in the third quarter. Fourth and seven for Harbor Beach at the MLS 40-yard line after a five-yard false start penalty. Two wide to the right, one to the left, same formation. Kadar in the shotgun. Misdirection, now looking down to pass, throws it to the near sideline to Anderson. Is caught at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Harbor Beach! Michael Anderson converts on the catch from Dylan Kadar. The 40-yard score is good, and the Pirates take this lead with 8.33 left in the third quarter. How about huge shift of momentum? Wow, what a timeout leads to the wheel route. Michael Anderson in the backfield. Dylan Kadar shows play action. Looks left, tight coverage, looks right, and by this time, Michael Anderson is covered by a linebacker. You see it all the time. You try to create mismatches, and that's what they do. Michael Anderson, he comes to the sideline and turns it upfield, and by this time, the linebacker is four or five steps behind, and Dylan Kadar throws a perfect strike, hits Michael Anderson on the run, and he's able to outrun the defender to the near pylon for a huge Big play through the air. Touchdown, Harbor Beach. And they're going for one here. Luke Woodkey, your kicker, left-footed kicker. Anderson, your holder. Harbor Beach leading 6-0 over MLS. Now after that fourth down conversion for a 40-yard catch and run from Anderson. The kick is up, and this one is blocked. And MLS blocked, ran right through that line and had had no chance for that kick. So the score remains 6-0 with 8.33 left in the third quarter. Regardless, though, Harbor Beach breaks the stalemate, and they're on the board first, 6-0. left in the third quarter, and the Pirates are on the board first. 6-0 after a huge fourth down conversion. It was a fourth and seven situation. Troy Schelke called a timeout to discuss it, and for good measure, as they found Michael Anderson streaking down the near sideline and in for the score. 6-0. Pirates now lead MLS, and Luke Woodkey kicking off at his own 40-yard line left right across your radio. 
suddenly Harbor Beach has a lot of momentum on their side. And this one bounces at the 20, and MLS picks it up at the 19. Comes back into the near in midfield at David Martin. Trying to stream out of his first tackle. Has that one, and finally ripped down. Ripped down and out from the 44. We do not have a 44 on our, on our roster here. He's a big fellow, though. That that Honestly, that might be Nathan Kane for Harbor Beach. I'm not quite sure. It's a... Uh, Regardless, though, we'll figure that one out. But uh, MLS brought that one in about a, a foot from the end, from the sideline. Not exactly sure what happened there. Regardless, though, they will start at the 17-yard line. That would be Levi Klaska. Levi Klaski, pass out to the right side. This one's to Maeda. He has the catch across the 35 and forced out of bounds at the 41-yard line. And MLS showing they can pass the ball as well. And tackle made by number six, Luluki, pushing out of bounds. First and ten for MLS and marching down the field. And Michael Anderson's going to have his hands full because Maeda is their best receiver. And that is the guy that Saginaw MLS is going to try to get involved. And again, that deep curl route has worked well for Saginaw MLS. And when Michael Anderson planted his foot to react to it, again, he falls to the ground. So it's an easy throw and catch. Luke Woodkey has to come over and push him out of bounds. Nordley on the keeper, right up the middle. And there is min number 65, Dakota Deer, defensive tackle to stop him after a four-yard gain out to the 43-yard line. Second down and six upcoming. Eight minutes remaining the third. Harbor Beach, six. MLS, nothing. Again, they contain Nordley. That's what you want to do. He gets about two yards on that carry straight ahead. But now you make the run stop. You have to be aware he is constantly looking to run. But at the same time, you got to have good coverage, so it's a very important job by the linebackers, especially their middle linebacker, Ethan Asling. It's going to be kind of his job to keep an eye on where Nordley decides to scramble. He's almost uh, that spy linebacker that's going to try to keep an eye on him. Devin Puff is the other one. Got to maintain the quarterback keeper. Trips to the right, Nordley looking to the right to pass. He lets us fly, and this one's overthrown and out of the hands of no one around. Mason Booms was the nearest uh, intended receiver, except he's on the wrong team. Incomplete pass. Third down in six for MLS at their own 43. Well, he overthrew two different receivers on the same route. The, the curl route, it was too high for him, and the streak route down the sideline, it was led him way too far. And uh, Mason Booms actually tried to jump the route, but it was even overthrown by him. Uh, so no, no play, nothing going there for Saginaw MLS. Again, well covered by Harbor Beach and uh, falls to the ground harmlessly. Third down, six for Saginaw MLS. Same formation, three wide to the right. Maeda wide to the left, a yard inside the left hash. Nordley out of shotgun. Now man in motion to the far, that's Hain. Rolling to his right, looking to pass. Downfield, and he's asked to scramble this time. Nothing there. Now lets it fly all the way downfield. And this one's out of the 10-yard line. And this one was extremely overthrown. And another intended receiver was Mason Booms for Harbor Beach. 7-15 in the third. And it's now fourth and six for MLS. Ben Schaaf is the uh, the receiver, number 18, uh, was the only target there. And he had pulled up. He had tried to come back to his quarterback, who was scrambling out of the pocket. Um, and, again, good job by Mason Booms. He doesn't allow anybody to get behind him. And when that ball is launched, he reads it really well. And uh, he reacts to the football, chases it down, and just out of his reach to make a huge interception for the defense. But, nonetheless, uh, it does appear that Saginaw MLS – May bring out like a punt team. Looks like they're going for the punt team here. As they're going to send four wide to the right. And just five men on the front line there. As well as two receivers wide to the right for those seven out of the line. 
Deep back is number 24, and we have a flag on the snap. And this is a punt that bounces at the 27 and takes an MLS bounce and stops right at the 23-yard line. We'll see what this flag is. Illegal, illegal shift by the offense and kicking team. So this is going to push Harbor Beach further. In their, do they say they have to repunt this one now? It's what they're signaling. They have to repunt it. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners listening all the way across the United States tonight. All the way from Fisherville, Kentucky to Brighton, Michigan to the Calumet River in East Chicago. We've got people listening all over the place here. Peninsula Township, Traverse City, and the fourth floor of University of Michigan Hospital. 7.07 left here in the third quarter. Now MLS will have to repunt this one. It's fourth and 11. Still a very unique formation. You have yeah. a, a blocker in front of the punter. You have four what look like receivers out to the right. And there's the punt. It's a little bit better. It's an end over end. Bounces at the 33 and rolls beyond the 20-yard line. And roll, comes the rest of the 16-yard line. And so despite being pushed five yards back, it's a seven yards better than the previous punt. And Harbor Beach, though, stops MLS in their first offensive drive of the second half. And they're back on offense with a six-point lead. 6 nothing with 6.56 left in the third quarter. And the Harbor Beach defense does their job. Uh, the pass defense was excellent that time, not allowing any completions. And when Nordley kept the ball, he had nowhere to run either. And then on third down and six, when he rolled out to the right, he had even less places to run, and he ran out of room, and he just launched it down the field, hoping for either a penalty or a miracle, and he got neither. So Saginaw MLS has to punt and hope that their defense can keep this a one-score game. Harbor Beach sticking with the spread, two running backs in the backfield. And two to the right, one to the left, and his hand out to Anderson to the far sideline. Has positive yards across the 20, down to about the 25, and stumbles out of bounds. And they're going to say he's tripped up and ran out of bounds at the 24-yard line. And that'll be about an eight-yard gain. Knocked out of bounds by Lucas Legallo for MLS. 6.48 left here in the third quarter. 6-0 Harbor Beach, second down in a yard and a half for Harbor Beach. Oh, this is when Harbor Beach is at their best. Uh, I'm not sure, in my opinion, why it takes so long to recognize it, but in the third quarter, they seem to always figure it out, whatever they need to do. And uh, Michael Anderson running out of the backfield right now from the spread has been their absolute best weapon. And uh, he's even caught a pass while lined up in the backfield. He ran that wheel route that scored the touchdown. In earlier in this quarter, don't be surprised they go back to those types of situations again. A little bit of a muff snap, but it's a Dylan Cater on a broken play coming to the near sideline. He's out to about the 23-yard line. Remarkable that he even brought that one in as light rain is falling now in Harbor Beach. Tackle made by Reagan Moore from MLS. Now a third down and a full two for Harbor Beach at the 24-yard line. And you get up to the 26, six and a half left in the third. Yep, just uh, they miscommunication between the two of them. Uh, Michael Anderson gets right in front of uh, the quarterback, Kadar, and that ball kind of gets in on his hands. It goes right through his hands, hits him in the chest, and bounces up. You've seen that last second where the football popped up. Kadar is able to gobble it up. But by that time, the fake, that it's already too late for that. Anderson is gone. So Kadar does what he has to do. He grabs the ball and scrambles out to the right and takes something out of nothing. Uh, it could have been a lot worse. Instead, just a one-yard loss. Two wide to the left, third down and two, and it's a hand up to Devin Puff to the right side. Breaks free of his first tackle and tripped up and bounces across the line, and he's out to about the 28-yard line. Regardless, though, it's enough for the first down. Tackle made by Joshua Bannock, defensive tackle for MLS. Move the chains for Harbor Beach with a driving rain in their face. Uh, Bannock makes a very probably lucky play as he is blocked out, laying completely sideways on the ground, and uh, his foot happened to be in the right place as Devin Puff trips up, but his momentum carried him 
him across the first down marker, and they get the first down. But even Devin Puff realized there was a lot of green space in front of him to run if he gets by that leg tackle. First and 10 from the 28-yard line for Harbor Beach. Leading 6-0, 5.5 to play in the third. Two wide to left, one to the right. Kadar in the shotgun, hands it off to Devin Puff. Finds that B-gap to the right, and he's still pushing, moving those feet, and he's all the way out to the 36-yard line. First point of contact was six yards beyond that. It's going to be a second down in about a short two yards to go. Tackle made by Ben Schaff for Michigan Lutheran Seminary. Ethan Hessley now in the backfield as well. Second down and three. 62, Cole Brockheisen went along for the ride there for about three <laughs> or four of those yards, hanging onto the jersey and just sliding down the field as Puff dragging him down the field. Tough run there. Second down and two for Harbor Beach. Yeah, start calling Devin Puff an Uber X. 4.45 left here in the third quarter. Uh, from the 35-yard line, left to right across your radio. They need two, maybe three yards here. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Kadar in the shotgun. Has Ethan Hessling to his right. Puff to his left, and the running backs run into each other. And Puff tries to get anything going there. Maybe a gain of a yard out to the 36-yard line. Tackle made by Cole Brockheisen once again for MLS. And now Harbor Beach facing a third down. Third down and three. And loss of one there. And as Ethan Hessling checks into the game, as we just pointed out, uh, usually because he is a fantastic blocker, um, they come into the game, but they're still going to run fakes to him and through him. And uh, that time, Puff and Hessling crossed into each other. So as he hands the ball off to Puff, Hessling then and Puff run into each other at the point of the football. And uh, this goes nowhere. Obviously, Saginaw MLS gobbles that up. Third down and a long three for Harbor Beach. Same formation, working off the right hash. Kanar gets the snap. Hand off to Devin Puff. Lunges forward, and he has the first down, and the Powell moves forward all the way out to the 39-yard line. He needed three, and he got four. Tackle made by Reagan Moore, the outside linebacker for the Cardinals, but it's going to be a first down move the chains yet again for Harbor Beach, this time with their own 39-yard line. That is the sixth first down for Harbor Beach in the fourth of this half. And tripled their total from the entire first half already. It just doesn't take long. Harbor Beach, when they figure it out, this offense really can move and do it in a lot of different ways. But just like any team, running the football sets the pace. It controls the game. It wears down defense. And this team runs the football best from the spread. They have enough speed. They have enough power to mix it around, whether it's Anderson, whether it's Puff. Heck, Ethan Hessling might get a carry here soon. Devin Puff on the carry. He has positive yards. Drags his defender across the 45. And the Uber gets all the way out to the 47-yard line for an 8-yard gain. Joshua Bannock on another free ride. It's be second down and two. And, and with normally big backs, strong backs like Devin Puff, they like to go straight ahead. But Devin Puff is good enough to come sideways and pick his gap to turn it upfield. And he does that there, lowers the shoulder, and punishes defenders who try to tackle him. And he gets an easy eight or probably even nine yards, banking, depending on the spot. It's 6-0, Harbor Beach leading MLS. It was scoreless at halftime. Harbor Beach controlling this third quarter, even with the wind in their face. Like be reminded that there's listeners in Harbor and East Lansing as well. That would be Brian Fuller, quarterback keeper. Dylan Cater has the first down, and he's running sideways at midfield. Cuts out of his first ten, next tackle. He gets all the way out to the 48-yard line, and it's going to be a tackle made by number 44, Nathan Seifert. MLS, that'd be Max Nordley, claims that he uh, 
Right, number 16, that would be Tobias Edgett ripped it free well after the whistle. And it's going to be another first down for Harbor Beach, this time inside MLS territory and with 2.23 left in the third. It's raining out there pretty good right now, Clark, but that was uh, that's the guy that we like to see when Dylan Kadar is allowed to make decisions. You know, those first couple runs to Puff, those are designed runs. Run to the outside, run to the outside, attack the edges, and that time... When just when they least expect it, they all slide over to Puff's side. He keeps it himself. And around the left side, lots of running room, makes a couple misses, and gets a first down for Harbor Beach. Working off left hashes and a handoff to Ethan Hessley, and he gets out for about a hard-fought two yards out to the 47-yard line. It's going to be a gain of two, second down and eight now coming up. Number 66, Brett Timmerman for MLS on the stop. And they're going to mark him down at almost the 46-yard line. That's a pretty healthy spot that yeah. time, I would say. Yeah. Minute 35 now in the third quarter. MLS has had the ball in this quarter, in this half, for just a minute 37. Flipping the absolute script from the second quarter when Harbor Beach had the ball for just a minute 22. Don't get me wrong. Coach Schelke, they love having the football, winning that time of possession. But if they can get quick strikes, they will take them too. Kadar gets the snap. Another, and a quarterback keeper. This one to the right. He has a pocket, and he's ripped down from behind by number 62. Cole Brockenheisen for the Cardinals. And now Harbor Beach is facing a third down and seven from the MLS 46-yard line. That read option works a lot better when Michael Anderson and Devin Puff or one or the others in the backfield. When you run read option with Ethan, Ethan Hessling, no offense to him, there is not a lot of tape on him. There's a ton of tape on Michael Anderson and Devin Puff, and they respect when those guys have the football. So when he keeps it for himself, it's the right read, but there really wasn't that much more space to go. He gets a yard, at, that's about it. As uh, Harbor Beach controlling the clock, they like to do that. A lot of our local teams do that from the tee. This team can do it from the tee, but they do it even better, I think, from the spread. Well, they went back to the tee. Third down and seven with 30 seconds left in the third. And it's going to be a handoff right of the middle to Ethan Hessling. He's out across the 45. Maybe they're going to mark him down right at the 45. That's a gain of a yard, yard and a half. Another tackle made by Brockenheisen for MLS. And this will bring us down to the end of the third quarter. Harbor Beach facing a fourth down and seven. Straight ahead, nowhere to go. Ethan Hessling pushes the pile forward, but again, only a yard, maybe two, and that will be the last play of the third quarter. And so now we move on to the final act with Harbor Beach putting a score on the board in that third quarter. 6-0, the Pirates lead MLS, which is 12 minutes remaining in this first round of the MHSAA playoffs right here on your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network. We've played 36 minutes. MLS trying to fire up their sideline. They've only had the ball for a minute 37 in the second half. Harbor Beach still on offense into the fourth quarter. 12 minutes around the board. Harbor Beach facing a fourth down and six from the MLS 45-yard line. Kadar in the shotgun. And they're going to punt this one away, and they're going to pin MLS Get deep. Down. But it has the wind at his back, and this bounces into the end zone. So Harbor MLS will start at their own 20-yard line with 11.54 left. Into the end zone. This one might get all the way to the track. <laughs> the wind is now strong, blowing directly out of the west. Now MLS will get the ball back for the first time since 6.56 left in that second or third quarter. 11.54 left in the ball game. They trail Harbor Beach 6-0. If it was fourth down and about three or less, I, I would have been on the voting camp 
voting campaign to let's go for it here. Let's put this game in our hands and run another few minutes off the clock, try to score for that second time. But when it's fourth down, seven, eight, you'd hate to give a team that's struggling to move the football really good field position. This way you punt it away, even if it goes in the end zone, make that team go 80 yards on you. That's what second MLS is going to try to do right now. Man in motion, it's Norley keeping it for himself to the left side. He's trying to get out of it anyway, and he can't get anywhere. Maybe it out for a yard. That's where Michael Anderson met him out of the secondary and came up at the line of scrimmage. Now second down and nine, and the rain is starting to pour even more now. And it's in the face of Nordley for the remainder of the game. It certainly is, and that's going to be an advantage for the Pirates, no doubt about it. But that play there, Michael Anderson is going to go in the books with a tackle, but it was number six, Luke Woodkey, that made the initial hit that stopped all momentum of Nordley. And on this field, it's hard to change directions and regain your speed. I'm going back to pass on second down. This one is extremely overthrown, and Mason Booms nearly brought it in as the intended passer was for number 18, Ben Schaff. It was out of his reach, and so that's where Mason Booms came out of nowhere to try and grab that one. Third down in nine from the 21-yard line. Nice coverage by Mason Booms. Obviously, these cornerbacks are going to give some room. They're not going to give up the big deep pass, get burned, but he's able to read the pass, plant his feet, change directions, and he noticed that ball was overthrown, and he had a diving effort at an, at an interception, and, and the ball goes through his hands, but a great effort. It had a small chance of picking that thing off. And the rain has turned to snow officially. Nordley fumbles it, and it's now on the ground in no word yet. Looks like they're going to say quarterback grabbed it. That'd be Nordley on the ground. Regardless, though, it's a fourth down and 10 at the 20-yard line. Harbor Beach's sideline is fired up. The snow is flying from the west towards the lake. And now fourth down and 10 for MLS. And Nordley just never had it from the get-go. And uh, no word yet on the officials. We're saying fourth down, fourth well, down. Evan Smiglenski come through clean, and when he got on top of Nordley there, Nordley, as he was getting tackled by Smiglenski, was able to swing his left hand around and pull that into his possession. Smiglenski tried to take it away from him, but with him laying down on his back, that ball is dead immediately. And well, nonetheless, that is a job well done by the Harbor Beach defense. Fourth down, and what they're going to say is nine to go. Punting from your own 10-yard line. Second MLS is going to give it back to Harbor Beach. And the punting team's out there. Martin punts into the wind and into the snow, and it bounces at the 40 and rolls into Harbor Beach territory at the 49-yard line. So a quick three and out for MLS. Gives the ball back to Harbor Beach, and the Pirates are fired up. They lead by just six points, though, with 10-26 remaining in the fourth quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. This is that situation, though, where Harbor Beach, though, cannot settle with the wing tee or just settle. They need to get first downs. Scoring here is not the most important thing. It's putting a drive together and working that clock from 10 and a half minutes, which is what it shows now, down to about four minutes or three minutes in four second MLS into this wind, into this mixture of rain and snow. Go all the way down the field on your tough defense. This is a situation they need first downs. First and ten is a handoff to Devin Puff. He has three jerseys with him, and he breaks out his first tackle, still running and still pushing that pile all the way out to the 46-yard line. That is going to be a gain of five, and yet again, Cole Brockheisen went for a free ride because of Devin Puff's legs. Unbelievable. I, I think they just had the rugby championship not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. I think they should call Devin Puff because that was exactly what that reminded me of. He had no gain. He was stopped for no gain, and even with the way the field is, he is able to continue to gain traction and drive ahead and get four very hard-earned yards for Harbor Beach. Between the snow trying to stop Devin Puff 
and facing in this wind, it has to be a little bit demoralizing for the Cardinals. Two wide to the right, working off the right hash. One receiver wide to the left, and it's a handoff to Michael Anderson. Run, lunges forward, has the first down, and is finally brought down at the 40-yard line. Tackle made by Hayden Hayne, the defensive back for MLS. Move the chains after a seven-yard gain for Harbor Beach. I, I love when this team moves its players around, moves its athletes, its assets around. You see, you've seen Michael Anderson play wide receiver. You've seen him play slot. You've seen him play in the running back position on both sides. You've seen him be in the T, get carries. Devin Puff has been a crucial in this game, but Michael Anderson has had the big runs thanks to the hard work that Devin Puff puts in and taking the pressure off of him. They'll continue to move the football. We'll see who gets the next handoff. A little bit of a low snap handoff, though, regardless. Devin Puff breaks out the back. It breaks through two tackles. Breaks through three tackles. He's down to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Harbor Beach. Devin Puff breaks out of three tackles and another 40-yard score for the Pirates. And now the Pirates are out by two possessions. 9.07 left in the fourth. 12 nothing Harbor Beach. He left bodies laying on the field. There is still one laying on the football field from Devin Puff absolutely running people over. Um, if, if he needed some Skittles on the sideline, Marshawn Lynch would be proud of that run. Powerful run into the end zone. Harbor Beach, a dagger, gets their second score of the game. Talk about a huge run from Devin Puff as the medical crew for MLS is on the field. Not can't quite can't get the number yet for them yet. It's either going to be Logan Panko or Reagan Moore. It is indeed Logan Panko. He's up on his own energy now, running out of bounds. May have just had the wind knocked out of him. But again, then again, I'm not the brother who's a doctor. Nine oh seven. Not either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, though, Pirates score for the second time tonight, trying to make this. They're, I'm, they're going for two points, and they're going to try and make this a 14-point ball game with 9.07 left in the fourth quarter. Took them three plays and covered 51 yards for the score. A 40-yard run from Devin Puff. He first point of contact was a yard after the line of scrimmage. Broke out of three tackles and sprinted down that far sideline. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Kadar in the shotgun has Puff to his left. Ethan Hessling to his right, and it's a handoff to Puff, and he goes in untouched. And the two-point conversion is good, and Harbor Beach leads MLS 14-0 with 9.07 left in regulation. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Devin Puff and the Harbor Beach Pirates drop a bomb on MLS here in the fourth quarter. 9.07 remains. It's now 14-0 as the snow and rain and sleet and hail is a postman's dream out there. 14-0. Look, Woodkey fired up. We're looking to kick this one downfield. And the dress shoe kick is up, and it comes with big, big boom, and it goes over his head. It's muffed. He has to pick it up at the nine-yard line. He still has to pick it up, and now he's going to be brought down inside the 10 and all the way down to the eight-yard line. Nathan Seaman brings him in. That'd be Logan Panko who brought that ball in, and now he's slow to get up as well. And mind you, he was just the man who was on the field just a moment ago. 
So MLS will be pinned deep in their own territory at their own nine-yard line, trailing 14-0, rain and snow in their face, and about a stiff west wind at about, I'd say, 15 to 18 miles an hour. And the wind, you were downwind. That You know that ball is going to have some distance to it, maybe more than normal. I, I just don't understand how you don't respect that and play five yards or ten yards deeper. Uh, he obviously doesn't play outfield for their baseball team. Two wide to the left, two wide to the right. Nordley in the shotgun. Keeps it for himself. Options out to the left. Pitch out, and it's fumbled on the play. And Harbor Beach looks like they have it. Harbor Beach has it at the 10-yard line. And now momentum has completely shifted to the Harbor Beach sideline and perhaps even to the parking lot. Michael Anderson jumps on that one on the pitch out to the running back. That was, I do believe, number 23, David Martin, perhaps. 8.53, though, regardless. And MLS has the ball for just 14 seconds and turns it over. And Howard Beach is knocking on the door for the third time tonight at MLS's own 10-yard line. And I don't think there's any blame there for Max Nordley no, as, as, as he drew the attention, pitched it right into the chest of his running back, and it simply, it, it almost looked like he was playing volleyball. He just pitched it right straight ahead. It come right off his fingertips and right into the Howard Beach defense. And there was multiple uh, black jerseys that were trying to cover that ball up. Michael Anderson is the one who recovers, and they got a chance to completely blow this game wide open. First and goal from the 10, and Devin Puff gets the handoff, and he stopped at the original line of scrimmage by a whole gangle of geese out there. Second down and goal, still from the 10. We're going to give credit to number 50, Solomon O'Brien. Defensive tackle, 5'10", 155-pound senior for MLS. Second down and goal. I think there were nine of the 11 defenders in on that tackle, so uh, MLS clearly read that one well. But that falls right into the hands of what Harbor Beach is looking to do. You do that again, you can bet Kadar will keep it and stroll into the end zone if they decide to do that again. 14-0, Harbor Beach leading, trying to tack on a third score here. They're at the MLS 10-yard line, second and goal. One receiver wide to the right, that's Seaman. Two to the left, that'd be Hessling and Anderson. And then say a handoff to Anderson down to the goal line. And the run from Anderson from 10 yards out is good. And the Pirates strike for the third time. Michael Anderson up the gut from 10 yards out with 8.01 remaining. It just took him 52 seconds from the 10 yards out. And Anderson gives Harbor Beach their third score. Now leading 20-0. Three plays, or excuse me, two plays, 10 yards. Trying to go for two here, trying to make this a 22-point ball game. 8-0-1 in the fourth quarter. Mind you, this ball game was 0-0 at halftime. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Kadar hands it off to Anderson, goes into the end zone, and he's in yet again untouched. And now Harbor Beach leads 22-0 over Michigan Lutheran Seminary in the pre-district of the MHSAA playoffs. You're listening to the W on the W Sports Network. Twenty-two nothing. Harbor Beach leads second MLS. Eight oh one remains in regulation. Luke Woodkey ready to kick things off from his own forty-yard line, right to left. Cross your radio. It looks like the rain is starting to lighten up a little bit here now, after the damage is already done. Big booming kick from Woodkey bounces at the ten and er, brought into number three Maeda goes to that far sideline, trying to streak out and he's brought down, ripped down by number nine. That would be Mason Booms. And MLS will start this drive at their own 24-yard line, trailing by 22 points with 7.53 remaining. 
Good coverage by the Pirates there on special teams. Mason Booms making the tackle in open field. Uh, Ethan Maeda is one of their better playmakers, so to tackle him out in space like that, that's a great start for this this drive for the Harbor Beach defense. Saginaw MLS trying to find anything here to get him going. Without the rain, though, maybe they'll be able to pitch it and run some of their offense like they'd like to. Norley stays in the pocket looking to pass. Now he's going to keep it, and he has a big old paw on him, and that's Evan Smiglinski rips him down after a four-yard loss. He tried to get out of that pocket, and Smiglinski on his knees literally reached out his right arm, I should say paw, and rips him down. Absolutely. Gets a hand right on his chest, right on the number, and stopped him in his tracks, and is with that one hand is able to fall to the ground and pull him down with him for a sack as Nordley didn't like anything he saw and I think he does that a little bit by design is let those receivers get as far down the field as possible if there's nobody wide open I'm going to I'm going to take it and run in open space Evan Smiglinski said absolutely not second down 14 to go for MLS two wide each way Nordley has Running back to his right, looking to pass, and he pump fakes, throws this one downfield, and it's into the hands of number 21. That would be Panko, and he is down at the, looks like about the 35-yard line after a big gain. That would be a 15, 16-yard pickup. 15-yard gain for Panko. First and 10 for MLS, 6.59 left in regulation. Nathan Seaman makes the tackle, but the pump fake was what made that play happen. 21 was the slot receiver. He just slants right to the middle of the field. A pump fake gets Nathan Seaman to jump, and then the second throw catches him wide open. Looking to pass again. Norley's in trouble. Now he's going to have to scramble. Throws to his left, and it's caught at the far sideline at the 47. He runs across midfield into high-reach territory. They're going to actually say he stepped out of bounds at the 48 of MLS. Tackle made by Dylan Kadar for Harbor Beach out of the secondary. Move the chains for MLS for the second time of this drive. Now it's one of those plays where he didn't like his first couple reads, so he tucked it and ran to the sideline, had no running room, and when he looked up, he had a wide-open receiver. So he dumps it off to him for an easy throw and catch and a first down for Saginaw MLS. Two wide each way, staying in that pocket, looking to pass again. It's a screen pass out to the flats on the right side. It is caught by Hayden Hain, and he gets out to the original line of scrimmage, maybe a gain of a yard out to the 49-yard line. Tackle made by Nathan Seaman, outside linebacker for the Pirates. Second down and nine coming up for MLS in their own 49-yard line. 6.20 left in the fourth. It's 22-0, Harbor Beach. It not, uh, not a signed screen pass. That is just the running back yeah. leaking out of the backfield as a safety valve for the quarterback. And uh, I think if Nordley puts a little heat on it, it gives his receiver a chance to turn around and, and, and see what's, what's going on with the defense and make a play. Instead, Nathan Seaman's right there to bring him down. Nordley. Fakes the handoff, passes to the far sideline. Again, it is caught at the 46-yard line. That is David Martin, and he's close to that first down marker. He's going to be short by a yard, a nine-yard reception for Martin. Tackle made by Luke Woodkey, outside linebacker on that far side. Third down and a yard to go at the Hover Beach 43-yard line. I think Nordley, if he's patient enough, is going to find some wide-open receivers. That time, Luke Woodkey, when he changed directions, went right to the ground. It was an easy throw for and, Nordley. And another completion to Maeda at the 37-yard line, enough to move the chains. And it's uh, first and 10 deeper into Harbor Beach territory. 529 left here in regulation. 22-0. Harbor Beach leads MLS in the first round of the playoffs. 
Harbor Beach, all of a sudden, the pass rush is gone. The secondary is kind of left a little bit longer to make that coverage. And if you can run a good route as a wide receiver, which Maeda did, planted his foot, Michael Anderson's five or six yards away, easy throw for a guy like Nordley. Two wide, yep. Nordley runs to his left. He's in trouble now, scrambles all the way to the right hash, lets us fly downfield, and this one's going to be picked off by Dylan Kadar at the 22-yard line. He lofted that one up, had a little bit too much under it. Dylan Kadar read it, and another turnover for MLS, and Harbor Beach has the ball back with 518. Well, he had two receivers there on a play that's that long. Your route is over. It's your job to find the open hole and uh, find that opening spot in the defense, and he had two receivers in the middle of the field that stopped. He didn't like it. They turned around and went as far downfield as possible, and when he let it go, it was five or ten yards short, and Dylan Kadar reacts to it perfectly and makes a diving interception to put a halt to this drive of Saginaw MLS. 5.18 to go in the game. Harbor Beach 22-0 and the football. And they're just going to let this one run out out of the spread formation. Kadar hands off to Devin Puff right up the middle. He gets out to about the 24-yard line. Cole Brockheisen brings him down after about a two-yard gain. Second down and eight upcoming. 5.05. Clock continues to roll. 22-0. Harbor Beach leading Saginaw MLS here in the first round of the MHSA playoffs. Dylan Kadar gets the Call in from the sideline from head coach Troy Schalke in his 23rd year, coaching his 245th game tonight. That'd be five more than Hall of Fame coach Jack Dillon over his 26 years. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Two men in the backfield, one on either side of Dillon Kadar. That'd be Puff and Anderson. Hand off to Anderson right of the middle. He has room to run. He has a first down. He's down to the 36 and struggles and stumbles all the way across the 40. Tripped up by number 21, Logan Panko. But regardless, it's a big gain for Michael Anderson. The Pirates moves the chains all the way out to their 41-yard line. That is a gain of 17. Absolutely it is, and that's going to force either Saginaw MLS to use their timeouts or it just gives them another three plays, another minute and a half to two minutes off the clock. And if they can get another first down, they can finally end this game. 4-12 remaining in the, in the game, 22-0. Harbor Beach leading Michigan Lutheran Seminary. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Kadar in the shotgun has Anderson to his right and Puff to his left. Working off that right hash, MLS showing blitz. And it's going to be a handoff to Anderson in the backfield. And he's going to be brought down for a loss of about five yards, all the way back out to the 36-yard line. Tackle made by Tobias Edgett for the tackle for a loss. He's a middle linebacker as MLS was bringing everyone on in on that one, and it showed. Sure did, and he, he got right through the middle of the field, right over the center. He's able to get in between them and tackle Anderson as soon as he gets the football in the backfield. Timeout, MLS with 3.52. That's their first of the second half. Now, Dave Hansen, obviously there's three minutes and 52 seconds left. That's a lot to score with three point or three possession ball game here. But what do you think MLS is trying to do? Obviously, conserve play clock. But what are they trying to, to steam out here it, from Harbor Beach? If they can make a stop and get the ball back, they believe with their quarterback, there is a chance that he could throw a decent pass downfield. All it takes is one slip on the field, and this is a, a totally different play. You could see a def- you've seen defensive backs fall. You saw Michael Anderson carrying the football go to the ground on his own because when he changed directions, his foot just went right to the ground. So anything could happen, but with 
after two more plays with there being under three minutes probably left to go, the chances of them making a comeback are slim to none. But he would like to give his offense a chance to get on the board. And if you can recover an onside kick, make this thing interesting, that's what he's trying to do. 352 remains in regulation. Second down and 14 now for Harbor Beach after that Anderson loss of four. Two wide to the left, or two wide to the right, one to the left. Kanar gets the snap, and it's going to be quarterback keeper to the left side. Sneaks out of his first tackle, brings out of his second tackle, still on his feet, and gets all the way out to the 46-yard line. He's a slippery one, and tackle made by Solomon O'Brien. And we have a man down for MLS. That would be the defensive end, Nathan Seifert. Back at the 39-yard line, but that's an impressive run from Dylan Kadar. He could have been brought down for a loss of two. Instead, it turns into a gain of about eight, maybe nine. Yeah, that first move he made, uh, that was perfect to get him back to the line of scrimmage. But when two other Saginaw MLS guys hit him there and go to the ground, and he's still rolling forward, a very impressive run by Dylan Kadar because Saginaw MLS had them right where they wanted him. Instead, he gets a fairly nice gain when he didn't really have any room to run. And uh, it'll force Saginaw MLS, I assume, to use their timeout on this injury, use their second one. No, not going to have to? If it's an official timeout for an injury, there's uh, no need for a timeout. Mm. 340 remains. So he's now either, sitting up. Either way, they'll start the clock when they place the ball down. Correct. But, and force them to either use it or stop it. But now third down and four. This could be four-down territory for Harbor Beach. So to stop this Harbor Beach offense now, <laughs> four yards and two plays, seems like a very tall task. First down marker for Harbor Beach is at the 49. As Seifert's now getting off on his own, under his own power, gingerly. 22-0 Harbor Beach leads. Winner of this game goes on to play Ubley, played last night, and scored 30 unanswered points against USA in the pre-district over there in Ubley. If Harbor Beach hangs on to win, the game would be played here in Harbor Beach next week. Could be Friday, could be Saturday, more than likely Friday, I would guess. But it depends if, if since it's under 75 miles, the home team has the control to decide the play time and place. Well, I think if Saginaw MLS and their spread offense wanted to play on a better night, I think they goofed up. Uh, they should have played <laughs> yeah. last night because uh, it was much nicer last night than it is tonight. Third down and four for Harbor Beach. They send Nathan Seaman and Michael Anderson wide right. They have Luke Woodkey wide left. And now they call Anderson back to the slot to the left side. Play clock less than five. There's the snap. And it's a handoff to Devin Puff. Goes to the right side. He's on a second effort. Gets out to about the 49 of Harbor Beach side. And it's going to be a gain of two on the play. But it's going to be short of the first down marker. Tackle made by MLS's number 50, Solomon O'Brien. Harbor Beach got away with a false start there. Regardless, though, none called. It'll be fourth down in a yard. And it's going to be a timeout called by MLS with 3.06 remaining. That is MLS's second timeout. They'll have one remaining. I guess I don't understand how they completely missed Ethan Hessling fall forward and almost take a step before the ball is snapped. So blatantly obvious in the backfield, uh, standing with so much room out there, but they, they let it go, and Devin Puff barrels his way for a couple hard-earned yards, but they're going to say fourth down and a long one, short two. This is it for Saginaw MLS. They don't get this. The clock is going to be able to be run out by Harbor Beach, and the game will be over. If they can make a stop, though, with midfield, they can at least have a chance to get on the board. One timeout remains for Michigan Lutheran Seminary. They are facing, Hopper Beach is facing a fourth and one from the 49-yard line, about a yard and a half, actually. They need to get to the MLS 49-yard line. Hopper Beach has two timeouts left. Of course, their first timeout and only timeout they use set up that 
first touchdown of the night, a 40-yard pass to Michael Anderson down the near sideline. Troy Shelke, Ron Rubel on the field. And they are, Harvard reaches back onto the field. MLS back on the field as well. Looks like it's going to be a five-man front. Fourth and a yard and a half for the Pirates. Still in the huddle. A long discussion on what's going on here. Hover Beach is shotgun formation about a yard deeper than normal. Two to the right, and MLS jumps off sides, but regardless, it's a conversion as Michael Anderson gets the handoff. He's across midfield and all the way down to the 41-yard line. They needed a yard and a half, and Anderson gave him 10. Tackle made by O'Brien for MLS and first down, Harbor Beach. And with MLS, just has just one timeout left and three minutes left. This one's almost all but done. And like I said earlier, if it's less than about three yards, I, f- I am very surprised when a head coach like Troy Shelke punts it away. It's almost clockwork. He's going to go for it. And in this situation, wasn't surprised at all. But he did get about three defensive linemen to jump off sides. I'm surprised they didn't call it, but they allowed him to get back. And uh, Harbor Beach now can pretty much run the clock out here as Saginaw MLS with only one timeout left. It's a handoff to Anderson around the left end as well, and he's going to be ripped down in the backfield for a three-yard loss. Number 62, that'd be Cole Brockheisen, a six-foot, 245-pound senior, rips down Anderson for a two-yard loss out to the 43-yard line, second down in 12, two minutes, 15 seconds remain. Yeah, up three scores. Um, this is not a time where I'm handing it off to Michael <laughs> no. Anderson or Devin Puff either. I, I, I'm obviously in the minority there because I see a lot of coaches play their guys right till the final whistle. But up three scores, this possession, this series right here means nothing to me. Um, I'm getting some my uh, younger guys some reps and uh, avoiding what could be a devastating injury. Kadar under in the shotgun. On the quarterback keeper to the right side, he brings out of the... Uh, Gets almost back to the original line of scrimmage out to the 44-yard line, and he's ripped down for a yard of a loss. Tackle made by Brett Timmerman, defensive end for MLS, and MLS calls their third and final timeout with a minute 42 remaining. Well, they're they're not souvenirs. You can't take them home, so you might as well use them. And I'm pretty sure they're saturated anyway and cold. Third down and 13, Harbor Beach will be facing. They need to get all the way down to the 32-yard line. But the damage has already been done. A minute 42 left in regulation. 22-0. The Pirates lead MLS. At halftime, it was 0-0. And the Pirates scored on their first possession just 3 minutes and 27 seconds into that second half with an Anderson 40-yard catch. And it's been, they did not look back since. They have not. The explosive plays came, but it started with the running game. Devin Puff got going from that spread offense, running the football. Michael Anderson then started to get going, and then... That timeout play call, the wheel route to Michael Anderson, uh, it worked to perfection. Dylan Kadar did not miss it, and that jump-started this offense. The home crowd erupted, and uh, they haven't looked back since as Harbor Beach has rolled the three unanswered scores, 22-0, minute 42 left in the game, and it's third down and 12 for Harbor Beach. Of course, you want to listen in tomorrow night, Sunday, for the strong side at 7 p.m., 60 minutes of high school in-depth analysis. Fumble on the play, and Kadar has to jump on it way back at the 48-yard line. This is going to be another loss of four on the play. Clock continues to roll down under 90 seconds now. It'll be a fourth down and a ways to go for Harbor Beach. Line of scrimmage is at the 48. First down markers at the 32. Six, fourth down, 16 to go. 
And Harvard Beach, more than likely, is just going to punt this one away. Absolutely. I, I agree with you completely, uh, Mr. Banky. They're going to run this play clock all the way down to about half a second before they call their timeout and then bring the punting unit on and punt this ball away with the least amount of time they possibly can have on the clock. Five seconds left on the play clock. Three, two, and Troy Shelke calls a timeout with one second left on the play clock with 54 seconds left in regulation. Fourth down and 16 for Harbor Beach and Troy Shelke's in the huddle. Dave Hansen. What can we expect tomorrow night on the strong side at 7 p.m.? Uh, uh, you know, we got a lot to cover. I mean, Cass City had a big win over Sandusky. The Lakers played uh, maybe their best game of the year. Um, after a tough loss to Harbor Beach, they turn around and play an excellent game against, uh, I believe it was Bishop Foley last night, a big win, setting up uh, the rematch between Cass City and Lakers. We got them to talk about. Deckerville won big. Collision course with Morris. Um, and that's just talking about what's coming up next week for us to look forward to. And, uh, Wait, this game's looking. How about a Harbor Beach ugly rematch? If you remember what we were like last year at this time, that triple overtime game here is one of the better games we've ever seen. And we will have Troy Shelke in-house on the strong side to discuss week number 10 with him on Sunday at 7 p.m. on the strong side. There's the snap, and Kadar is going to punt this one out of an extended shotgun. It bounces at the 25-yard line and rolls out to about the 22 and down by Anderson there with 45 seconds left as the punt was nearly blocked as that shotgun formation did not leave much space for Kedar to get that one off. Well, that works, but you can't fool him two, three, four times, no. punt it like that. Uh, they knew exactly which way he was going to lean, and that's where they brought the pressure and almost got home to block that one. Arish puts together an impressive nine-play drive. Took off uh, about four and a half minutes off the clock. 26 yards gained and results in a punt. First down in 10 for MLS at their own 22-yard line, 45 seconds left. Nordley rolling to his right, looking to pass, throws down midfield, and this one is a little miscommunication there as number 18, Ben Schaff, was running towards the interior of the field, threw it to the exterior, and Hot uh, Reach was the closest receiver there. Falls incomplete, second and 10 from the 22, stops the clock with 39 seconds left. And again, it's one of those things where if the field was not as wet as it was, I think Mason Booms has an easy interception, but when he plants his foot to go get that ball that's thrown, again, to him, it's about the third or fourth time he's been targeted by Saginaw MLS with passes. He goes to the ground, completely loses his footing, which we have seen happen all night long, but for the Harbor Beach defense, it's another pass that falls incomplete. Second and 10, Nordley looking to pass. Throws down to the far sideline, at the, caught at the 30-yard line. And Maeda runs out of bounds at the 30 after an 8-yard gain. Stops the clock with 33 seconds left. Third down and 2 for Nordley and the Cardinals. You know, when Saginaw MLS in the third quarter was uh, trying to run the football and kept fumbling it, even in the rain, that route has been there all night. Harbor Beach has conceded that play all evening long. That hook route where you go about eight yards and stop and turn, and the football's already thrown. Harbor Beach has given that route to them all game long, and I think that's a, a mistake of Saginaw MLS to not expose that a little more often in this game. Nordley throws to the right and is caught at the 40-yard line, brought in by number 18, Ben Schaff. Tackle made by Nathan Seaman for Harbor Beach. Stops the clock momentarily with 26 seconds to move the chains out to the 39-yard line. That is a gain of nine on that catch. And MLS 
is already at the line of scrimmage, two wide each way. Nordley looking to his left, throws down to the far sideline, and this one is picked off by Michael Anderson at the 46-yard line, and Harbor Beach will have the ball back with the final 17 seconds left. Again, not sure where Nordley's throwing it. He throws it, and he just looks down and puts his hands on his on his knees going, what am, I don't know if he said, what am I doing or what are you doing, wide receiver? But nonetheless, the only one that had a chance to catch it was Michael Anderson, and he makes a diving effort and does. Picked off, and that will end the ball game for Harbor Beach. You'll have to come out and kneel it once. But 22-0, Harbor Beach, once they kneel the football, will move on to the second round. Harbor Beach comes out in the genuine flecked Formation, 17 seconds left. First and 10. Snap comes into Kadar's hands. Peace be with you and with your spirit. And that is going to be your ball game. 22-0. Hover Reach advances. Takes out MLS with a second half offensive push. 22-0. Hover Beach takes out MLS in the first round of the playoffs and now sets up a rematch with Hover Beach or with Ubley in the second week of the playoffs. Sixth time Hover Beach and Ubley will face off in three years. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll recap this game we saw in front of us, as well as name our DS Services Player of the Game. Final score from Harbor Beach, the Pirates, 22, Saginaw MLS, nothing. In week number 10 of high school football, your home for high school football is the WLW Sports Network. Harbor Beach wins in week number one of the postseason. 22-0 over Saginaw Michigan Lutheran Seminary. All second half scoring for the Pirates, all 22 points. We'll have all the details coming up here in your postgame show. Brought to you by Agar Valley Services on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Harbor Beach 22, MLS 0. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network post-game show. Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, Rochelle Thompson, and Dan Banky with your call tonight. A action-filled second half here, and we'll check in with Dave Hansen with all of our scoring plays. I'm glad you emphasized the second half, Clark, because in the first half, we had no scoring. 0-0 at the half, but it didn't take long. Harbor Beach, on their first series in the third quarter, they strike on a fourth down conversion. It was fourth down and seven, and Dylan Kadar hits Michael Anderson on a 40-yard throw and catch for a touchdown. The extra point was blocked. But with 8.33 left in the third quarter, Harbor Beach scores first, leading 6 to nothing, and that would be how the third quarter would end. Fourth quarter, more of the same for Harbor Beach. 
Devin Puff and a 40-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion by Puff was good, and Harbor Beach would extend the lead 14 to nothing. MLS would fumble on the first possession of the ball, or having the ball on the next possession. Harbor Beach would recover and score two plays later. Michael Anderson from 10 yards away. He would also punch in the two-point conversion, and Dylan Kadar would stop the potential comeback drive with an interception, his second one of the game with 5.18 left in the game. And with 17 seconds left in the game, Michael Anderson would get on the action with an interception. They picked off uh, the quarterback three different times throughout the game, and Harbor Beach would win and advance on in a rematch with division rival Ubley next week, 22 to nothing over Saginaw MLS. Harbor Beach with 265 total yards of the night. Michigan Lutheran Seminary, 172. They had 24 rushes for 30 yards only, 26 pass attempts, 13 completions for a total of 142 yards on top of that three interceptions on the night between Nordley's two and Alcorn's one. Leading the way in the rushing attack was the quarterback, Max Nordley. He had 19 19 carries for 21 yards only. Mind you, his first three carries were brought down in the backfield. Hayden Hayne had three carries for five yards. Tobias Edgett, one carry for four yards. And Ryan Martin, one carry for a fumble. Max Norley through the air, 12 for 23, and two interceptions for 129 yards. No scoring there. A.J. Alcorn, one for three, and one interception for 13 yards. Ethan Maeda, their leading receiver all season long, also the leading receiver tonight. Six receptions out of seven targets, 71 total yards for him. Logan Panko, three receptions out of four targets, 43 yards. Then Ben Schaff, one reception for 12 yards. Hayden Hayne, two receptions for seven yards. And David Martin, one reception for nine yards. On Harbor Beach's offense, 44 rushes for 225 yards. Four pass attempts, one completion for 40 yards. And a score from Dylan Kadar. Leading the rushing attack, Michael Anderson, 14 carries, 113 yards and one touchdown from 10 yards out. Devin Puff, 17 carries, 86 yards and one score from 40 yards out. Ethan Hessling, three carries for 12 yards, and Dylan Kadar, the quarterback, 10 carries for 14 total yards. Through the air, Dylan Kadar, one for four for 40 yards and a score. And that was the first score of the night to Michael Anderson from 40 yards out. And that was the only reception for the Harbor Beach Pirates. It was the only one that mattered. They were 0 for <laughs> yeah. 3 in the first half, so they were 1 of 1 passing in the second half, and it came on a crucial fourth down conversion play early in the third quarter, and they, uh, Michael Anderson was lined up in the backfield, and uh, he leaked out to the sideline and turned it upfield, the old wheel route, and uh, Dylan Kadar didn't miss it. That was where the ball was going the whole time. He looked left, looked left, looked left, and finally when he looked right, Dylan, Michael Anderson was wide open. But the most important part about that is he hit him in stride because if Michael Anderson would have caught it and had to stop his momentum, he'd have been tackled. But instead, he was able to keep his momentum and race to the sideline. He got hit as he crossed the goal line, but clearly made it in for the all-important first score of the game. And the rest of them didn't seem to matter because Sagan, nonetheless, never got on the board. One interesting thing to note here is with MLS, their leading receiver, Ethan Maeda, he entered tonight averaging 36 yards per reception. Tonight, Harbor Beach held them to 10 yards per reception. Four on defense. Let's take a look on that side of the ball. MLS with 37 tackles, three tackles for a loss, which really came in that last drive of Harbor Beach in this game. Harbor Beach, they ended up with 33 tackles, three tackles for a loss, and two tip passes, one sack, one recovered fumble, 
and three interceptions. That's an impressive defensive night for the Pirates, leading the way Nathan Seaman with eight tackles on the night. And then we had, after that, Devin Puff, four tackles for him, three tackles apiece for Luke Woodkey and Evan Smiglinski. Michael Anderson also snuck in there with four tackles as well. Two tackles apiece for number 10, Dylan Kadar. Number 9, Mason Booms had one. Ethan Hessling with one tackle. Dakota Deer, two tackles. Jacob Kirsch, two tackles. And Levi Klasky with one tackle. On on top of that, tackles were lost. Ethan Hessling, Luke Woodkey, and Jacob Kirsch, Kirsch excuse me, each had one tackle for a loss. Evan Smiglinski had a sack from his knees, mind you. Two tip passes, Mason Booms and Luke Woodkey each had one interceptions. Dylan Kadar had two, Michael Anderson had one. Michael Anderson recovered a fumble, and Harbor Beach had one penalty on defense. That was an illegal procedure. Was that to start the game even? Yeah, it uh, had to be. Yeah, yes yeah. it was. MLS, they were led by Cole Brockheisen with seven tackles. After that, Tobias Edgett and Salomon O'Brien each had four. Three tackles piece for Joshua Bannock. Nathan Seifert, Lucas Legallo, and Hayden Hain. Two tackles for Reagan Moore, Jacob Clark, Brett Timmerman, and then, as well as Logan Pongo. One tackle for Eli Bortman and Ben Schaff. Tackles for loss on top of that, Reagan Moore, Tobias Edgett, and Cole Brockheisen with one tackle for a loss, and that's it for MLS's defense. Uh, Cole Brockheisen was uh, was a beast on defense, but uh, outside of that, uh, you know, it was a, it was a team effort by both defenses. Nobody really stood out big. I I did not realize Nathan Seaman was a leading tackler for Harbor Beach until you pointed that out. Yeah, it just seemed here. like somebody different was in the backfield or making tackles all over the place. And when you play a team that wants to pass the football, your secondary is going to be involved a lot, and uh, that's what happened for Harbor Beach. Their secondary played uh, a pretty darn good game. When you take a look at first downs in the first half, MLS had nine, Harbor Beach had two, which includes none in the second quarter. In the second half, MLS had four, and Harbor Beach had eight. A completely flipping flipping of the script, as Troy Schalke told me in the pregame show, that that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to flip that script and become the hunt, hunters instead of the hunted, and that's exactly what they did in that second half. As Harbor Beach on third down conversions was just 3 for 10. MLS was 6 for 11 for 54% compared to Harbor Beach's 30%. Regardless, though, the score, 22 nothing. Harbor Beach over MLS. Time of possession, as close as you really can get it. MLS with 24 minutes, 35 seconds. Harbor Beach, 24 minutes, 25 seconds. Mind you, at halftime, MLS had the ball 9 minutes longer. Yeah, Harbor Beach definitely made up for it, and and they had a couple quick strike scores as well too, which normally hurts your time of possession stat. But they controlled the ball almost the entire second half. They just they were on the field all the time, and when Saginaw Moss got it back, they just simply turned it over. They had a minimum of four turnovers in this game that I can remember, and it is very hard to overcome turnovers. And when you are in the playoffs, and every round that goes by, it makes it even harder. Um, so for Harbor Beach, it's a nice win, but they have a lot of things that they need to do a lot better. Um, they didn't turn the ball over. But they forced four of them and only scored 22 points. I mean, that is not enough. And I don't know if it'll be enough next week against Ubley. That team has nothing to lose. They're playing with house money. They already lost to Harbor Beach once at home. And to come on the road, that team is always more hungrier than any other team we ever see in a rivalry game. Uh, Harbor Beach is going to have to play better than this. And I specifically mean we talked about it in the pre-show. 
you got to play football for four quarters. Uh, you can't show up in the second half and decide you're going to start playing or vice versa, take the second half off, which we've seen Harbor Beach do that as well. Uh, so it's a, it's a game for four quarters for a reason, and the team that plays the best four quarters usually wins. Um, fortunately for Knight, Harbor, Harbor Beach's offense only had to play two quarters, and that was enough to win. Dave Hanson, who's your DF Services player of the game? Uh, we uh, A short discussion, but it didn't take long. Uh, Michael Anderson is going to be your winner, and here's why. He led the team in rushing. He caught the only pass for 40 yards for his second score of the game, and he also recovered a fumble and picked off a pass. Uh, so on both sides of the ball, he played a crucial role in tonight. Um, that touchdown reception to me won him that DS Services player of the game immediately, and uh, he did nothing to deter that. So he is your playoffs round one ds services player of the game 14 carries 113 yards and a score one reception for 40 yards and a score an interception and a recovered fumble not too bad on both sides of the ball for the senior running back yeah i'd take him on my fantasy team anytime <laughs> ds services of cassidy is your source for everything grain storage related call ds services today to design build and maintain your next grain storage system thanks to DS Services for sponsoring our player of the game. Dave Hansen, final thoughts here from Harbor Beach in week number one of the postseason. You know, it's a scary draw seeing Saginaw MLS and all the hype of uh, Max Nordley, the quarterback, and, and I think he lived up to most of that potential. He I turned it so. over a lot, but so. he was very talented. Um, so a scary first-round draw for Harbor Beach in a sense, but uh, they take care of business. Um, I thought Ubley had a tough draw with USA, and they handled that. Um, team that has been playing really well. Ubley really stopped them in their tracks. So I, I thought, again, a, a very well-fought game, a tough tough game field condition-wise. The weather was really unique. Welcome to Michigan, I guess. But um, otherwise, I thought the field held up nicely. And Harbor Beach, as they always do with a veteran coach, makes the adjustments when they needed to. And they showed up in the second half and absolutely blew the doors off Saginaw MLS. Very impressive um, game, and they uh, they did what they needed to do to win. 22 nothing is an impressive win, and uh, we're excited to watch them play yet another week. So, Dave Hansen, great call tonight. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for the Strong Side at 7 p.m., an hour of high school football recap. We'll have Troy Shelgi in-house as well as recap all of the other games that took place last night and this afternoon across the region with our local teams. And, of course, then we'll have the game of the week next week whenever – it's going to be Friday, but we can't say for certain. Harbor Beach and Ubley in a rematch again for the third straight year in the postseason. Harbor Beach versus Ubley in Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach has got them the last two times in the playoff. They've been getting them in the regular season. But, again, this is a, an Ubley team that is hungry. They have nothing to lose. They have already lost to Harbor Beach once. And for them to pull the upset off is exactly what they're wanting to do. And, you know, Coach Sweeney's been scheming for this game for a long time. So I look forward to what I think – think is going to be another really close exciting battle next week so on behalf of our entire w lw sports broadcast team our in-game analysis dave hansen our director of sports information doug cole director of game data analytics rochelle thompson director of visual data and our spotter dan banky i'm clark ramsey producer and host of this broadcast we hope you enjoyed tonight's game we certainly did it was a thriller mostly in the second half but that first half certainly set the table for a strong 24 minutes in the post. On behalf of our entire team here, thank you for listening on a cold, blustery night from Harbor Beach, Michigan. We'll be back on air tomorrow night, Sunday at 7 p.m. for the strong side. Then once again, Harbor Beach versus Ubley on Friday this coming week. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network being powered by Agar Valley Services. We hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening all across the great state of Michigan and the United States. And, Dad, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. You're listening to W at LW Sports Network, your home for high school football.
This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.